You're listening to the Blended Family Podcast, a weekly show with a strong focus on strategies and methods to help your family thrive. Blended families face many difficulties and challenges, which can sometimes drive families apart. The goal of this podcast is to help your blended family grow together through these challenges to create the peaceful and loving home you desire. Here is your host, Melissa. Thank you for joining me today for episode 82 of the Blended Family Podcast. I'm here again with Sean today. The original plan was for me to do a Father's Day special for you, but in light of the recent attacks last week here in Florida, we felt it was important to talk about that a little bit. We will discuss Father's Day a bit also, but I just can't ignore what happened here this week. After all, there are many fathers that are burying their children this year on a day that's supposed to be for celebrating. Hi, Sean. Welcome back. Hi, beautiful. How are you doing? Good. All right, so it's impossible to not be aware of the tragedy that took place in Orlando, Florida, our home state, last week on June 12th. 49 people were killed and another 53 injured when Omar Mateen entered into Pulse nightclub around 2 a.m. that morning. This was the largest mass murder in U.S. history. It hits especially close to home for Sean and I because we actually go to that club often. We contemplated going out that night because we sometimes go to Orlando during Gay Pride Month, but we ended up staying around town. We're about 45 minutes away from Pulse, but it's an odd feeling when you realize that that could have been you. And Pulse is not the type of place you'd even imagine being a target for something like this. I remember waking up on Sunday morning hearing it, Sean sleeps with the TV on, and that's what we woke up to, and we were kind of in shock. And as the day went on and more information came out, we started to understand the magnitude of this, how many lives were affected. And it was a rough week for us, the emotions of it all, it just really impacted us. Sean, why don't you talk about what made Pulse such a great place to be and why we went there all the time? Well, first of all, Pulse was a place for not just um, gay, bisexuals. It was, a, it was a place for everyone. Straight. It doesn't matter what you are, what you were, what anything. It's just one of those places where everybody joined together as a family. And every time we went there, we had the most amazing time. Uh, <clears throat> the bartending staff is amazing. The people that go there are fun. It's just so much high energy and positive energy coming out of that place that it's going to be missed. I, you know, I, it's going to be hard because I'm hoping that they reopen. I know it's going to take some time. But I think the owners said they're going to reopen. Yeah. So. It really makes me so sad because it was such a welcoming place. And it, it really didn't matter who you were, uh-uh. what your orientation was. The people who frequented Pulse were all fun, amazing, loving people, a place where everyone could go without being judged. And I don't know, depending on where you all live, what they're covering on the news and how much they're going into detail about the people who were killed. But here it's been 24-7 on the news. And they're covering not just the incident, but they're talking about the lives of all the victims, most of them so young. I think one of them was under 20. Some of them died with their significant others, their friends. I can't even begin to imagine what they had to go through. One of the bartenders that we know who hasn't been seen on the news at all, but we heard that she laid behind the bar for two hours until she escaped by crawling out. The other bartender we know, well, we saw him being carried out with a gunshot wound to the leg. I mean, we can't even get into all of the victims. We're lucky enough to have not lost anyone really close to us, but we did know one of the victims, Shane Tomlinson. Sean, why don't you tell everyone about him? Shane, we met him about a month ago at one of our uh, events that we we're, we go to frequently a lot. And uh, 
he was just an amazing, amazing guy. Uh, his band is called Frequency. And the day we met him and his band, they were just so nice. And Shane just had this positive vibe behind him. And mm. the first time I met him and we met him, he was just dancing and laughing. And, and, and his voice was just amazing. And it just the whole thing about Shane was that when you got around him, you just felt better. You know, and, and, and his band, I mean, they were just, you know, the way they took you in, it was like almost like family instantly with them. And, uh, we were hoping to actually, I know you and I were like, we got to get them gigs somewhere else, even though they surely didn't need us, but we just, we really enjoyed them so much. And and especially Shane, because he was just so happy. And the mere fact that, you know, it could have stopped this whole thing could have just been, especially with Shane, you know, I know he, uh, him and his band, they play at the blue martini every Saturday night and he left right at one thirty. Mm-hmm. And if he would have just stayed there, you know, he got there about one forty, and I think it was about two Oh two when uh gunman started shooting. Yeah. And I, Shane- know. I know we, we actually didn't find out about him till I think the next week and it just popped up on the news and we heard mm-hmm. the band frequency and we did a double take and, didn't want to believe that it was true, but unfortunately no. it was. And he was definitely high on life. Very, very sad to see that happen. Um, I think what scares us the most as parents of a bisexual child, and I talked about that in episode 68, if you're a new listener, but it scares me to know that my own child is going to be discriminated against like this. There are people filled with such hate in their hearts. My kid isn't of age yet to go to a nightclub. But let's face it, it could have been our child. It could have been your child. Something has got to change. I really don't want to get into politics here. Everyone has differing opinions on gun control and on whose fault this was. And we will maybe never really understand all of what the killer's motives were. But one thing I stand strong on is no one, and I mean no one, should have the need to purchase an assault rifle. And yes, I know that people can kill using other methods, and they always will. But the damage that's done using the kind of weapon that was used in this situation, well, it's ridiculous. Sean, do you have anything to say about that? Well, I graduated the police academy in 2014, and I you know, was able to shoot an AR-15, which is what the killer had. Mm. And I'm telling you, that gun is so powerful and so deadly that I can imagine, because uh, Pulse is so small inside, the jam-packed 300 300- people in there and for him to come in and stand near the front door and just unload you know a ridiculous amount of ammo put yeah. these poor people it was just now i do understand that if he had a gun a regular handgun he could take several shots but by the time you reload and do it again maybe someone could jump on him but when right. you have an ar-15 and you know uh, a, a gun that strong and that powerful you can just mow down so many kids at one time and then easily drop the clip and reclip again and then just keep shooting yeah you know, which, it's, is, it's, which is what we heard he did. I mean, it's exactly what he did. Yeah. So, it, as far as whether this is ISIS or hate crime, well, I feel it's a little of both. But like I said, I don't really want to get into all that today. I'd rather spend the time honoring the victims and their families. And this is going to take a long time to rebuild, a long time for the families to heal. And right now, the city of Orlando is coming together and focusing on love. And it's quite amazing to see the acts of kindness all over the world showing support. If you want to help, there are a couple of links I'm going to share with you. The first is the GoFundMe page at 
www.gofundme.com slash Pulse Victims Fund. That is the official Pulse Victims Fund page for Equality Florida, the state's lesbian, gay, bisexual, and transgender civil rights organization. Equality Florida is collecting contributions via this GoFundMe page to support every single victim of the horrific shooting at Orlando's Pulse nightclub. This includes victims' families, survivors, and those in the club who may not have suffered physical injury but in need of support. So far, they have raised over $5 million of the $7 million goal that they set. I know that sounds like a lot of money. But remember, many of the victims, because of their young age, may not have had insurance for funeral expenses. Some of the victims had children they leave behind. The survivors are dealing with injuries. Some will have lifelong repercussions, not to mention the mental health side of things. These survivors are going to be suffering from PTSD and survivor's guilt. So please donate. Any amount is appreciated. And the other place you can go to is a fundraiser by Orlando Strong. They are selling Orlando Strong t-shirts for $10. All of the proceeds go to the families as well. And then you do get a t-shirt that you can wear to show your support. We just ordered ours. The link for this one, I'm going to say, but I'm also going to spell it out. You're going to www.orlandostrong.myshopify.com. But the way you spell it is O-R-L-N-D-O. S-T-R-O-N-G. So basically you're leaving out the A in Orlando. And don't worry, I'll also link these both in the show notes for you so you can find them there and just click. It'll take you directly to where you need to go. So again, we apologize to bring you that bit of sadness today. Let's move on to something a little lighter, Father's Day. You're actually listening to this after Father's Day, so we won't talk about activities for the day. We hope you had a nice day with your families. We're recording this on Father's Day, and we went out to a nice dinner with all of us, the whole family, so that was really nice. But I want to talk a little bit about honoring the fathers in our lives. One of my favorite quotes is that anyone can be a father, but it takes someone special to be a dad. And I love that, especially when it comes to blended families. I want to honor the dads that despite divorce and circumstances, they still stick around and remain a stable force in their children's lives. And I also want to honor the stepdads who make a choice to take on the responsibility of raising a child who is not biologically theirs. And Sean, you are both of those. So I want to recognize you for that and let you know how special you are to the whole family. You're an amazing dad. Thank you so much. To be honest, you kind of make it look easy the way you (laughs) love all the kids, the way you treat them all equally, the way you care for them. What can you share about being both a bio dad and stepdad with the listeners? How do you balance both so well? Well, first of all, I treat them all the same. I don't look at them as my stepchildren. I look at Nikki and Alicia as my, they're my babies. They're my baby girls. I don't see, and honestly, I don't see any of the kids as bio or step. They're my babies. And they honestly look at each other as brother and sister. Like they go all places saying, that's my sister, that's my brother. Even when they're apart and I hear them at, other, at school functions, oh yeah, it's my sister, it's my brother. They, they don't even look at each other as stepchildren. So for me, it's really easy for me to balance it because, you know, I'm able to have Nikki here full time with me. So I'm able to take my time and, and do what I need to do and, and spend some good time with Nikki. And then when Shawnee and Madison come down, I'm able to take my time and spend some time with them and Alicia. So it, it's not really hard for me. I, it's, it's actually kind of easy for me, to be honest with you, because I don't see them any differently. Well, and I think when you said that the kids actually feel that way about each other, that they're all 
biologically related, you know, I think that has a lot to do with how we are with them because I think if we didn't treat them as such, then they might not see it that way. But I think that we've done a pretty good job with that since day one. So I'm kind of proud of that, but you, you really are great with that. So one of the things I think you're really, another thing I think you're really good at is that you have a good mix of being a fun dad and a disciplinarian. And I know me as a mom, I'm kind of more serious and I lack the fun side sometimes, but that's another area that you are really balanced and you're that way with all of the kids equally. So can you talk about why that's important and how you keep that balance? Well, I see a lot of fathers and mothers actually having a hard time with that. Um, Shawnee knows that, you know, he and I are best friends, you know, he's my little mini me, but he's punky, 17 and he's punky at times. So, you know, there'll be times where he and I will having a good time laughing and giggling and just like best friends do. But then there's times he crosses it a little bit and I'm like, Hey, you know, I got to jump on him a little bit. And it kind of confuses him a little bit because he's not like, wait a minute, dad, you know, we were having such a good time. Why? I'm like, but listen, I'm your dad. I'm your best friend, but I'm your dad. And, and you have to do it with all the kids. And I think all the kids understand because there's times that Nikki and Elise, you'll be like, Big Sean, Big Sean, are you able to ask mom? You know, so they're able to come to me and then I have to break it to mom. But then there's times where if they know they're doing something wrong, I'm like, guys, really? Right now? You have to be like that with mom? And so they, they know that I, I balance it both, both ways. You know, I can be fun dad. I can be fun Big Sean. But then when I have to, you know, get on them, you know, they understand and they appreciate it. They don't, you know, they, they truly understand what I'm trying to do. Yeah. Yeah. And you can't be one way all the time. I no. mean, you know, you gotta, you gotta have, you're, you're very good at having fun with them, which is great. I, I admire that about you. So let me ask you this. I'd like you to speak to the moms for a minute. I know we have a lot of female listeners and from a dad's point of view, what would you like to let moms know that dads need from them? We all want to know what our men want. So now's your chance to speak for all the men. Tell us what you want women to know. Well, personally, I think for me, honestly, I'm not, I can't speak for all, you know, uh, for all dads. But I know that when you recognize the things that I do, even the small things like get your lemon water in the morning, you know, maybe put the heater in the bathroom for you when... You know, when you take a shower, if you're done taking a shower yeah. or if you see me taking time out and helping one of the kids with something, you know, that maybe they asked you to do. But I'm like, look, mom's busy. She's very busy. You know, so that big Sean, dad, we're here. I can take care of this. And they're like, OK. And I and you've come around and you're like, honey, thank you so much for helping me with that. I, you know, because you're so busy. I mean, you're constantly busy and the yeah. kids know that. So they're like, mom, mom. I'm like, guys, leave your mom alone for five seconds. What do you guys need? Come on. I can I can take care of this, you know. And uh, you appreciate that, and that makes me feel good. And I think a lot of dads, you know, out there would feel, you know, happy if their wives would maybe say something to them about it if they're doing it. You know, I think, uh, you know, if I'm gonna be fair with all the kids, right? I'm gonna, and if I have to discipline, I'm gonna have to discipline my bio kids as well as my stepchildren. Mm-hmm. And I think that I, I don't want to have to feel guilty. And I'm, I'm sure there might be dads out there that might feel guilty yelling at the stepkids because the mom, you know, the bio mom might get upset about that. But if I'm going to treat Nikki and Alicia like they're my own, which they are, then I need to discipline the same way I'm just going to discipline Shawnee and Madison. And that's it. I mean, that's the way it has to be. And spending time with them. You know, I think that, you know, I'll spend just as much time with Nick and Alicia, just as like I would with Shawnee and Madison. And I think that's important too. And I want, and I want the moms to see that. I mean, I understand sometimes you guys are busy, but I think it's nice to know that you 
that the mothers out there will be like, wow, you're, you really look at Shawnee or Madison and Nikki like, like my own. And it makes me feel good. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll speak to that for a minute, you know, about the, the first point you brought up recognizing you, you know, I think that is important. I think that we get caught up with just busy life and we forget to notice. And of course uh, us women, we want to be noticed as well. You know, I mean, we, we, you know, I mean, I don't want to get into traditional roles here, but you know, some women cook, some men cook, it doesn't matter, but whatever you do around the house or with the family, it's nice when you can point it out to the person and say, Hey, I appreciate that you did that today. You know, dinner was delicious. You know, the house looks clean, whatever, you know, we don't all need a round of applause, but it is nice to notice. And, you know, men like it just as much as women. I know that. And, um, the other point that you said, yeah, I mean, I agree. If you want the kids to be treated equally, yeah, that, that means fun and love. And that also means discipline. And I agree. I agree and, with that a hundred percent. Right. But don't think uh, they also know the kids know when you're treating them differently. Yeah. They know that. So, I mean, you know, when we first started out, I mean, I know a lot of your listeners are like, wow, you guys make it it's easy for you guys. But I mean, we have been through hell, you yeah. know, and, 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 Nikki and Alicia, they, they no longer, you know, they understand when I get on them, they're like, okay, I did something wrong. They know that they must have did something wrong for Big Sean to get on them. And right. same with Shawnee and Madison, you know, and, and it's the same thing. Everything we have built together as a, as a family. And yeah. I think it's, and it's special to know that, you know, moms out there are like, wow, you know, you know, the dad did a really good job. He, he really, you know, he went above and beyond to make it work because I know a lot of dads don't. Yes, that is absolutely true. And you do a good job. So we want to wish you a happy Father's Day, Sean. Thank you. So I know Father's Day comes once a year, but I think it's important to honor fathers every day. There are single moms who play both roles, but there are also many single dads who do the same. Parenthood is a tough job, and when it comes to blended families, it gets more complicated. Roles and dynamics get more complex. And to me, whether you're a bio dad, stepdad, or both, we, Sean and myself, want to wish you a very happy Father's Day, and we want to thank you for all that you do for your children and your families. And if you're a mom listening, make sure you take the time to honor the dad in your life. We're going to wrap it up today. Sean, thank you for coming on again today to talk with me. It's my pleasure. Listeners, once again, please donate, if you can, to the victims of the Pulse shooting. I will put the links in the show notes, and I'll also link them on the Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash blended family podcast. That's our page over there. Once again, the GoFundMe is www.gofundme.com slash Pulse Victims Fund. And the Orlando Strong site to order the t-shirts is www.orlandostrong.myshopify.com. And that's without the A in Orlando. Feedback or questions can be sent to me at melissa at blendedfamilypodcast.com. Tune in next week for an interview that I think you're going to love. Have a great week, everyone. Bye. You have been listening to the Blended Family Podcast. For more information, please visit the website at blendedfamilypodcast.com. Remember, to create the peaceful home you desire, all you need is love.